skincare is not one size fits all. At Image, we rely on skincare professionals and clinically proven ingredients to create solutions that adapt to your lifestyle. But don't take it from us. Just ask the 30,000 plus professionals in over 60 countries across the globe who trust Image skincare to deliver when it comes to results. And while we got our start with skincare pros, we think it's about time you got to know us better too. Tune into SkinFluence to hear straight from industry professionals on how to keep your skin healthy, radiant, and resilient through every stage of your vibrant life. Hello and welcome back skincare aficionados to SkinFluenced, a podcast where we chat all things skin. I'm Ashley Kurt and with me today is my co-host Jacqueline Hill. Hi Jack. Hey, hey everybody. Welcome back. How are you doing? I'm doing great today. It's, you know, July, halfway through the year, more than halfway through the year, outside. Yeah. Sometimes mask free. It's hot though. Well, in South Florida, it's hot. It's really hot. Yeah. I like the hot, though. You know me. I I know. You're always cold. I know. (laughs) So let's recap last month's podcast because, you know, it's my favorite (laughs) and I have questions. So last month, we talked about injectables, Botox, fillers, PDO threads, all of the things. Have you thought any more into getting injections? Absolutely. I don't... I would have a million injections if there was not a needle involved. I am 100% injection-like hero, except they need another way to get it in there because I'm super scared of needles. But, yes, I am scared of wrinkles than of needles. Right, girl. So, absolutely, I am going to be team injectable. I am working on her, friends, so stay tuned. If we ever do get her in the chair... We'll make sure to podcast about it. We won't. It'll just be tears. So today's topic is super interesting. Yes. Um, Jacqueline, you probably know this, but August is National Wellness Month. So that's what today's topic is about. It is balancing your mind and body. And we have two amazing guests to start and something extra. Yeah, and something extra. So how you were so excited about injectables, that's how excited (laughs) I am about today because I am really getting into my kind of spiritual side and journey. So this is very exciting for me. And then I want everybody to make sure they stay all the way into the end of this because whether you are just kind of getting into it, I'm probably a year and a half in, you've never done it before, or you're an expert at this kind of wellness journey, we're going to have a beautiful kind of five-minute little meditation, spiritual journey at the end so everybody stay tuned for that because it's going to help you to leave this podcast like zen i need that because i'm feeling a little anxious today i don't know why it might be the heat it might be the heat and i am a newbie when it comes to this yeah so i'm excited about that that five minutes i can do yeah 30 minutes pushing it Uh, once you get into it 30 minutes is going to seem like five. that just sounds like a nap it is sometimes it is okay yeah no judgment I would love to introduce our first guest her name is Chloe Ravel she is a yogi meditation teacher mindset coach and speaker her work is dedicated to teaching others how to explore natural and effective ways of managing stress and burnout in a modern world so welcome Chloe thank you so much for having me ladies it's just such a pleasure to be sharing my passion for wellness and holistic living so I can't wait to dive in and chat more Well, you might, those of you who have been with Image and you were a part of our launch this past year might recognize her voice. She did some spa-like voiceovers for us, and I've been obsessed with her voice ever (laughs) since. It's like ASMR to me. If you don't know what that is, I'm going to have you Google that. Um, But she has the most relaxing voice. It's so beautiful, and she's actually just as beautiful as her voice in person. So we are so excited to have you here. Thank you, my dear. You're welcome. Okay, and I am so excited to introduce our second guest, Dr. Anya Timmer. Dr. Anya is an integrative medicine physician and founder of Total Holistic Center. This is an in-person and virtual integrative medicine clinic. She assists clients all over the world. She helps them tap into their body's inner wisdom, helps to reverse pain and chronic illness by working on the body, mind, and lifestyle. So welcome, Dr. Anya. Thank you. 
Thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure. Wellness is definitely a topic for me. I've been living and breathing it probably half of my life, if not more. So thank you so much. I'm looking forward to digging into this with you. All right. This is going to be great. Yeah, I'm really excited about this. Um, so let's start with what is the definition of wellness to each of you? What does that mean? What does that encompass? All of the things. What is wellness? Let's start there. Yeah, sure. That's a great question as we dive into this topic. For me and in the practice that I share with others, it's really about developing a, a daily ritual and routine and habits, healthy habits that help support you not only physically but also emotionally and spiritually, as you mentioned, Jackie. Um, so truly the wellness, and it can really take form based on what works for you. You know, you said, okay, 30 minutes versus five minutes of right. meditation, go with the five minutes. If that's what's working for you and makes you feel more aligned and grounded and centered, then it's personalized, right? It doesn't have to be cookie cutter. So wellness is definitely a customized um, plan for each person depending on where they're at and what their goals are. I love that. Okay. Mm -hmm. And how about you, Dr. Anya? So coming from a medical background, yeah. a physician background, you know, in our society we think maybe of, of health is absence of symptoms, absence of uh, sickness. Right. In, in my world, in my life, what I think of wellness is actually the opposite. I think of it as true uh, total health. When somebody could get out of bed in the morning feeling completely happy, completely energized, good in their skin, good in their body, and fulfilled, most importantly, fulfilled in their life, being able to fill uh, their passion, their purpose here on earth in this lifetime. That's, to me, total wellness. I love that. And I feel like a lot of people don't wake up that way, even if maybe they'll have one part of their life that's amazing, right? It's their career or their family life or financially. But to wake up, and I can say, for myself, I don't wake up every single day feeling energized and like my body might be tired or my mind's tired or I might be going through something. So would you say wellness is kind of that way to, even if you're going through that kind of slump to, to bring it all back and get in that healthy balance? Absolutely. My first thing that I always talk about is we're all human. We're, right, right. There's no perfection. We, we cannot expect this perfection. And uh, as humans, we're very black and white a lot of the times. Mm -hmm. And we think it should be this way now and forever. That's me. <laughs> unfortunately, it's just not possible for us as right. humans. So we have to be a little forgiving to ourselves, a little mm. more gentle with ourselves, and a little more supportive and loving, and realize that we, even if we are healthy, we will have the days where we're a little imbalanced, and all of our life areas may be not working well at the same time. But what I strive to coach my patients and clients is on paying attention to all the areas little by little and kind of creating a cycle of improving one thing, then going to the next, then keep improving the next thing, and next thing, the physical, spiritual, emotional, all of it together. Because unfortunately in our society, we're very uh, lopsided. We either focus just on the physical part or just on our health or just on our emotions and everything is segregated. Right. In medical system, you know, you're suffering from emotional, uh, you, get, you get sent to psych. Right. You suffer from physical, you get sent to another physician. But what if, I'm inviting people <laughs> to always think of it, all of it is connected. It's right. connected. Why right. don't we just look at that together as a comprehensive unit? What's interesting about that, too, is how you're saying, if, you know, if it's emotional, you get sent to psych or, or you're getting a medication, right, that may not exactly be for that. That's what's interesting, too, is... Um, you know, you're taking this medication, but it's actually for something completely different, but there's, but it works for X, Y, and Z as well. So I feel like that's like kind of taking the wellness out of it, right? Because then you're going to have side effects of other things that really don't balance you out. That's why in our, in our system, we focus, you know, medical system, we focus on the symptom management and the pharmaceutical management. Um, and we kind of leave out more natural component to our, our healing, our health, uh, there's so many other options out there that I prefer to try first that are more, uh, you know, there's less side effects, they're more gentle on the body, um, and ha actually have a lot of good results. <laughs> so, yes, absolutely. Unfortunately, we're being sent to try all these medications. I have patients coming to me with bags and boxes full of medications, right. and right. we have to kind of dig through that right. little by little. 
especially your older clientele, right? Because, you know, you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, there was a pill for everything. So Mm -hmm. they come with all of that and they never really get off those medications. And then they say, here, take these five other things instead of, you know, just getting, you know, vegetables and, and clean water and, you know, all the things that our body was meant to do on its own. So that's really interesting. And medicine has its place. I mean, we're we're, we're so lucky and blessed to be in this uh, time of medical advances where there's so many life-saving procedures and medications. If we have traumas, if we need, you know, life-saving procedure, it's available. And thank God. However, why don't we, you know, we don't want to throw away the baby with bathwater. Right. (laughs) We could use that. And we could use the other thousands of uh, of things that healers, natural healers, used for thousands of years. Why don't we use it all together? So that brings me to the next part of this that I'd love to know about um, the aspects of wellness, how they affect people. What are they? Uh, Chloe, she just kind of pointed to you when she was talking about the healing part of it. So I'd love to get your uh, take on that. Yeah. I love everything you're saying, Doc. Mm-hmm. So inspired, <laughs> I want to say. Um, I work primarily with the mindset, um, the mental component as well, because a lot of that kind of comes, like you say, it's so compartmentalized where we're like putting that on the back burner on how to develop healthy mindset. I think that's the key. Yes. It is. It's so transformational because Mm -hmm. as you start to develop the mindset practices, then you start to feel you know, more excited or with a new perspective about working out right? or about opening your mind to going vegetarian for a cleanse just to try it out. And right. So you open up all the possibilities for you. And um, the aspect of wellness that I focus in that mental practice is grounded through meditation. And meditation, which I'm excited to share with you guys a little later, um, is a way to calm the fluctuations of your mind and your thinking. And a lot of what creates disease and illness in the body is as a result of stress. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting about the mind is that or the unconscious mind and body is that you don't know the difference between an actual stressful situation happening out in front of you. Absolutely. Like that stressful happening there versus what you're creating in your own mind. Right. right. So we perpetuate this habitual way of thinking It's me. It's me and the needles, right? Yeah. It, it might as well be a lion <laughs> yes. trying to attack me. Like my body doesn't know the difference and I have kind of that same reaction. And oh, this is exciting. Yeah. Because you're definitely doing this. Yeah. So we, that will be the next subject. <laughs> of our conversations here because part of our brain is um, very primal. And so mm-hmm. right. you're right away, you see a needle, you hear about a needle, we're just talking about a needle, instantly you go into fight or flight. It creates right. that response for more, you. More flight. Yeah. <laughs> run, run. She's running. So what meditation does, it, it helps you create new ways of thinking. It literally changes your mind, but it takes a daily commitment to show up in that way. So tell me... To a listener that doesn't know what meditation is. I mean, you there's so many different things that you could say meditation is. It's different for everyone, I think. And this is just me being ignorant to it a little bit. Um, some people think it's a religious thing and certain religions, et cetera, you know, chanting or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. What is it exactly? What Like the definition of it? Great question. Um, it is focusing your mind on a fixed point. On like in yoga, we call it a dristi. It's like just your focal point. So you're no longer obsessing or in your mind or ruminating or in all the thoughts. Sometimes it's not even ruminating. Like sometimes you're just like laying in a yoga class or a meditation class and you're thinking about right. what you're cooking for me. dinner. That's right? me. Yes. That's okay. why I said I can't do 60 minutes. <laughs> so it's a practice it takes time just like working out your body and um you know adapting new ways of eating but truly meditation comes in so many different forms like you can have a meditation that is more you know body awareness like Mm -hmm. tapping into your body you can literally just stare at a candle flame and have that be your fixed point meditation for a lot of people is exercise like going for a long Mm -hmm. run and being out in nature i love being out in nature and that's why i focus a lot in my work on international yoga and wellness retreats because i feel like that shift and like taking us out of our modern way of living and just immersing ourselves in nature is one of the best ways to feel that meditative experience when you see these huge mountains and right you know the beach you're like okay this is this is life but truly um meditation 
meditation comes in a lot of different ways. Um, there is that chanting component too, which I actually love. The reason why, I want to talk about this because recently <laughs> I was talking with a friend. Chanting is such a big part of meditation is because it stimulates your vagus nerve, mm -hmm. right. which is like connected to your diaphragm. Right. And when you stimulate your vagus nerve, you send the signal to your nervous system that like, it's not fight or flight. Time. Yeah, calm it's down. Rest and digest. Calm yeah. And so you tap, yes. yeah, you tap into your parasympathetic nervous system, and that is so refreshing because we're habitually in that sympathetic nervous system, which is a fight or flight. Right, right. So I think that's society, right? We're totally. kind of, especially if the last two years, mm -hmm. a lot of people <laughs> have been living that, and maybe yeah. it seems like things are getting back to normal, but you're still there. You know, you're yeah. still feeling like at any moment they could make us. You know, we were here at the office, and I'm like, oh, we'll be back in, you know, next week. And right. then it was two a year, years. A year and a half. Yeah. I, I love that you said it's a lot of different things also because when I first got into the meditation practice, I thought I have to, you just have to be quiet. Mm -hmm. And you can't have any thoughts. And that's not me. Like, I mean, my brain is constantly racing. So I had to learn how to have the thought, let it go. Mm -hmm. Have the thought, let it go. Notice the thought, don't dwell on it, let it go. And that for me was so my like, oh, I don't have to just sit here and be quiet because I'm not a sit here and be quiet kind of person. So I do. I do guided meditations. I love to chant. I love to do like sound bath, sound therapy because I need to, I need a distraction right. almost when I meditate because if I just leave myself to my own devices, I'm making a grocery list and I'm cleaning my <laughs> house and I'm not sure that's where I'm supposed to be. Right. So I love having a, something to focus on. So I think that people do think like you just have to sit in the room. It's the same thing when I started yoga I thought oh this is gonna be boring oh gosh like I can't do this like I'm just like, oh my. like that sounds terrible but it actually is really it's really a way to kind of get outside and I'm also super competitive so I was like oh that girl's doing that so I'm gonna be able to do that too <laughs> so it definitely learn teaches you to get outside of yourself and it's like you know my yoga teachers constantly says like if I'm like I can't do that pose she's like that's your yoga like, however you can get into it, that's your yoga. Like, you own that. And that's been big for me this year because it's all about letting go control. Like, you have no control. Like, there's a whole pandemic. Right. Yeah. You you don't control so that's that. That's it. You just hit it. It's control. It's control. Right. And we're, we naturally try to control our situations. Some people try to control other people. But I try to control myself. So I think it's, yeah. like, letting go and just, like, taking a breath. And I love what you said about not being quiet because I think that's my biggest problem mm -hmm. with you know especially when I was younger it's like oh you have to be quiet and not and you think you can't have a thought and I'm like well there is no way I'm going to succeed at this because when I lay down at night I'm thinking about you know my whole entire schedule for the next day and, right and so that's really interesting and something I'd love to bring in too so let's um talk about maybe uh Dr. Timur about the medical side of this, being a doctor and um, like maybe Eastern versus Western medicine and how that ties in kind of to the mindfulness, um, meditation, et cetera. Sure. So, you know, I come from a Western medicine background, uh, regular medical school, regular res residency, um, being in a hospital system. And that's actually what gave me a push to, to go and seek out uh, other ways, because what I noticed was kind of revolving door of people coming back over and over and over again for the same health issues mm -hmm. and sometimes never really being healed never being healed and actually most of the time getting worse right getting worse and worse little by little sometimes being managed and being quote-unquote stable for a while but stable right. doesn't mean healthy and right that always drove me crazy a little bit <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're supposed to be doctors and healers and return people's health however right. looking around I don't see anyone healthy around mm -hmm. so um that was a struggle for me for a while and I was this close to quitting regular medicine but wow. then I realized yeah um that there is a way there has to be a way to bring all of this in and to create more complementary approach where it's not one or the other right it's together right so the Eastern and the Western, it's the best combination when they're used, in my opinion, together in the, mo you know, in the smartest and the wisest way possible. So how do you, how did you even, 
I know you had that revelation, like there has to be a better way, but what was that one thing that pushed you in that, that direction? Did you start school all over again? How did that process work for you? Yeah, I actually remember like it's so vividly. I was doing my pediatrics rotation in the hospital and they, they did, uh, uh, we had to do call overnight for like many nights and I was sitting there in the middle of the night and just being very frustrated and depressed and thinking, okay, there has to be something else. And, you know, being a, I guess, millennial, am I? I'm a little older. I Googled. I'm a millennial too. <laughs> I Googled um, how to combine regular medicine and I don't remember what exactly, but something for medical students. I was seeking something. And what I found was integrative medicine rotation for medical students in Arizona with Dr. Weil. Oh, nice. cool. Okay. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Um, there was 10 spots, and you had to do these applications and apply for it and applied for it in the middle of the night and I got in so I went to that Arizona rotation and that was life-changing that's amazing because he has Dr. Weil Andrew Weil has a whole integrative medicine hospital and university and clinics that I didn't even know existed right and the a rotation lot of people don't know that beautiful yeah. they showed us all these different things and how, how they go together meditation and yoga and Qigong and acupuncture and medical um, I love side of it. That. I, yeah, I, awesome. I wish more medicine would move that way. Me too. Of, oh, you have high blood pressure. Here, take this yes. medicine, and then your blood pressure won't be high unless you stop taking this medicine. Right. And then it goes right back. So I love that more physicians are kind of moving into mind, body, spirit, like how connected it is. I think that also... Um, kind of highlights the fact that you actually went to a university, a university for that. And I think there is a lot of uh, maybe older generations will say, oh, well, that's not real medicine and, you know, kind of like a chiropractor. Oh, that's not, you know, they're not a real doctor. I worked in chiropractic um, in my earlier years and I was never sick when I got adjusted and took the right, you know, and I think holistically, a lot of chiropractors are, are in line with that. So I think that's interesting to to hear that and that you went on a rotation. I mean, that's, that's real medicine. That's, that's a real thing. Yeah. I, I got licensed as a medical doctor. However, I also found ways right. to gather all of those resources together with it. That's amazing. Are you finding with the pandemic that more people are moving kind of into this type of healing and <laughs> She's like, yeah. wellness? Because I think we had a lot of pause and people realized a lot during this yeah. pandemic and this break of the whole world. Like, first of all, nobody wanted to get sick. So it was, mm -hmm. it was a lot of just how do you just wow. stay healthy? Um, and it was a it was a big slowdown. It's very unfortunate that it took a world crisis. Yes, <laughs> for most of us to realize health is important. But that's once again us human beings. That's how we are. We, yes. we go with it unless there is you know we hit the rock bottom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yes, I've seen people opening their eyes and waking up more and more to really importance of taking care of their health. On one hand, on the other hand, there's still unfortunately a lot of quick fixes. Let's let's do the quick fix. What can we do? What pill can I take? Right. You know, and it's there's no such thing. I mm -hmm. wish, <laughs> I wish there was a, a pill we could take and all of a sudden be healthy. Health and true wellness takes a lot of work. Mm -hmm. I think that's you're hitting it too. People don't want to do the work. No. Just like I don't want to be quiet <laughs> for five minutes. You know, but I know I could. But it's like, oh, well, I got to work on that. Yeah. It doesn't come natural to me. It comes natural to me to talk yeah. and be crazy. Right. But it doesn't come natural to me to take a step back and, like, let things be. So I the think that's The biggest thing, it. I actually have um, life coaching training and mindset training as well. So one of the biggest things that I'm very, very passionate about to try to get people to understand, there are ways to make it easier. There are yes. ways to simplify this. There are, there are ways to bring all these things into habits and routines that are becoming their daily lifestyle, which will make it much easier. Right. Yes, it takes time, once again, to build it. But, for example, right, if, if I'm giving a patient um, an herbal supplement or vitamin to take, that has to be a habit that they now have to incorporate into their life. Absolutely. So I love 
uh, aspect that's called habit stacking. You yes. find what you're already doing. Mm -hmm. For example, put it by you your drink, toothbrush. Yeah, <laughs> your toothbrush or your coffee. If by you drink coffee. coffee every morning, you just put it next to it. Mm -hmm. And the same example with everything else. You just stack whatever you're already doing with the new things, and that way it's a little bit easier. I love that. I think I could do that. So meditating your bed. In the morning when you wake up, for five minutes, don't do anything. Don't pick up your phone, don't do anything. That's too much to start with. <laughs> Thank oh. you, I'm saying the same thing. Okay, three breaths. Three breaths, three okay. Breaths. There you go, I like three I like breaths. Inhale. What I would do is, I would say, do you pick up the phone when you wake up? Usually people say yes. Yeah. Yes. I say pick up your phone and feel the phone in your hand. Okay. Instead of that's already mindfulness because mm -hmm. ah. you're already putting attention right. Right. and then take two breaths. Can you do that? If you if that's too much, <laughs> just stop and <laughs> feel in your hand. <laughs> I think I can handle that. So do two Hopefully. breaths, right? Yeah, so okay. You can yeah. even put a reminder on your phone that goes off automatically and it says take two breaths. Yeah, and you just start with that. And then next week you add something else. And next week you add something else. Because oh, you'll, you'll notice. You'll Baby notice, steps. Yeah. yeah, you'll notice a shift. And it can be as simple as that, right? Right. Just, and you build on it and you build on it. And it's interesting to talk about how far we've come from our roots. So all of this right. holistic journey is us returning to our roots of holistic practices, mind, body, and spirits. And there's definitely a place um, to combine both ways both philosophies mm -hmm. that's why i love hearing about your work because you're combining both right western and eastern and i think a lot of our world these days with everything we're going through is very polarized it's oh, either yeah. you're one side or the other side mm -hmm. and what i strive to teach people is that it's truly a balance like you can incorporate western and eastern in a way that creates a, a wonderful outcome for you in supporting your health and well-being. So tell me, Chloe, how did you get into this whole holistic side? Hmm. Did, were you always this way? <laughs> what, what's your journey? <laughs> the other day I was talking with some friends and I was, I don't know, I was stressing about something. She's like, what do you have to be stressed about? You're always zen and at peace. And I was like, girl, this is why I do this. Yeah. I can manage this stress. You're like, I am human. <laughs> <laughs> so truly, it, my journey began young in life. I was a college student and riddled by stress and anxiety. Um, I didn't really know who I was because I was so into people pleasing mm -hmm, right. and getting in my own way. Right. And I was invited to a yoga class. And just like you, like I showed up to that thing and I was like, what in the world? Like, <laughs> I'm never going to be able to move my body like this. I look nothing like that teacher. Mm -hmm. Like, Okay, it wasn't relating. And that whole stillness aspect, yeah. I was like, okay, my mind races a million miles per hour. How am I ever going to get there? But for some reason, I was guided by my intuitive wisdom to keep showing up because I wasn't showing up for myself. And I was like, it's time to make myself a priority. Right. And that's really the mindset shift, right? Like me first. Before I can attend to others and to these projects and completing these deadlines and graduating, period – I got to make sure I'm okay. Right. And so I kept showing up. And I'm not saying that, I mean, it didn't get easier in the sense right away, but I was feeling just a shift in my state of being and my energy. And I'm a life learner. So I was like, okay, this is, this is awesome. Like the yoga practice is way more than just moving your body. Yes. It's about breathing. And mm -hmm. so I, I had a fear of needles too. You can overcome that, my dear. Yes. And a lot of it has to do <laughs> with like tapping into your breath. And that mindfulness moment. So I was like, okay, so yoga is linking the movement to the breath. And I find myself in life holding my breath in different situations. Like right before I'm going to get the right shot. Right before you get a needle. You know, like, okay, so now I'm connecting to my breath more. Okay, and now there's meditation. Whoa, that's a whole game changer. And mindset. And I just kept diving deeper into it. And when I moved from New York City to South Florida, I just happened to meet a bunch of yogis. And they're like, come hang out at this studio. Then it was like, come get certified as a yoga teacher. There I was. Then come teach, come manage a studio. So it just started to happen organically because I was growing and expanding and feeling mm. so great and then really excited to share with other people. Right. Yes. Because anxiety is a chronic issue that mm -hmm. we're facing. And I'm sure you see that with your clients all the time. There's no real way to pinpoint it. It's just this feeling that you feel quite often. And so I was inspired to just dive deep into sound healing meditation too. Love sound healing. Sound healing it's is one of my best. faves. I've yeah. never done it. Oh, I've been to like a festival so where they did good. like you got in this thing and they 
bang some things and it sounded cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, yes. yeah. it sounded really cool. And I went to school for singing, so anything musical, I'm into that. But oh, I was just like, I don't know what's happening. And it was cold. <laughs> and that's okay. Like, you, that's the point. It's like right. you're letting go and being in a, um, a situation where you can relax and receive be open to just receiving the healing the sound vibration and these sounds have different frequencies Mm -hmm. and they attune to different things like there's different hurts for like releasing negativity Mm -hmm. and for uplifting your positivity for abundance i actually know a lot about that aspect of it just because of being in a musical family and um being in a little bit more of a religious upbringing and certain you know um different frequencies are bad and good and et cetera, you know. So I do know that aspect of it. It's very interesting. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. So what would be, if I could say, I'm going to come to you as a client and you're going to give me five things to start changing in my lifestyle or how does that work? Would you give me five things? I know we were talking about earlier holding the phone and like taking two breaths and doing small things, but when either one of you have a client, like what does that look like as far as like lifestyle changes? What are some things that our listeners could do even just by listening i truly there's so many resources these days for meditation there's so many ways you can do it obviously i would love to practice meditation with you and in a space in a private session um in a recording that i have but there's so many different apps out there right now and youtube mm-hmm. and spotify truly all you need to do is carve some intentional time for you every single day and if that can be in the space in which you're turning on a meditation app for five minutes, amazing. Maybe that's a bubble bath. Maybe that's spending time with your puppy, your new puppy. And like just being in the present moment, going for a walk. Like truly the shift happens in the prioritizing of yourself. And so I ask people to connect with what feels good for them. Right. Like that's where we want to come from. Not where like, oh, like you're dragging your feet. It's a like, chore. Right. We right. don't want to create more of that in our life. We right. have enough of that. We have enough of that. You know? So like <laughs> creating a space in which you're like, I'm just connecting to the things that feel good for me. Mm-hmm. And like that's a luxury these days, you guys. Right. Like we're so busy with everything that we have to check off on our to-do list and like in the stress of life that to grant yourself those like five to maybe 20 minutes a day. It's amazing. I think that was the biggest thing that going through the pandemic did for a lot of us was having a little bit more time to actually do these things. And, you know, I know Jacqueline picked up more of this meditation and then mindfulness. And I picked up like doing some self-study and things like that that were different or just having me time in general. I'm like, wow, who's me? (laughs) You know? Exactly. So it's been nice to have that. So I think this is a great time to have this because people are starting to get back into the real world um, and... And I think we're dropping that. Yeah. So I think that is one of the things like moving forward. Like if you did carve out that time for yourself and how you said it's a luxury, I think we need to shift that mind shift and say it's not a luxury. It's a necessity. Yes. Like if you don't have that time for you and you don't make that time for you and you don't do you first, which is like I'm a mom. So Mm -hmm. it really I think especially for moms. Yeah. I think moms really do need at least five minutes to themselves without a kid. (laughs) Being in the bathroom when you're trying to go to the bathroom. Yeah, but you're, you're never alone. You're never alone. You're yeah. never alone, yeah. your mom. And when you're Even a mom if you have to and, yourself and a closet. puppy mom. You, a it's, puppy mom. Yeah. My puppy sits on my lap when I'm in the bathroom. I'm like, yeah. You're like, can I just have some space? Can I just, any kind of space. So I think that I love a mind shift. I wish we would all mind shift too. It's a necessity. Absolutely. If, if you have 30 seconds for where it's only you for a day, like that is a big mind shift that I think will change everything for a lot of people. I agree. And Dr. Anya, what about you when you have a client, like if you have somebody maybe thinking about coming to see you, what are some things they can start doing to maybe even get that mindset to say, I'm going to go and see you? Yeah, sure. So pretty much most people who come to me have been suffering from some kind of chronic illness for Mm -hmm. for years because it takes years to go through the medical system, try all of that, try all the medications, procedures, and unfortunately, some of them are still sick. So at that point, when they come to me, the first and the biggest thing that I focus on is the main culprit. And the main culprit to pretty much all chronic illness is inflammation. Mm. Yes. So that's what I address right away. And those are the, the things that I try to work with them on right away is how do we decrease inflammatory load on the body? 
And there's so many aspects to that, um, but the two main pillars are deficiency and toxicity. Right. Mm. We are unfortunately living in a world where the air we breathe, the water we drink, the food we eat, there's so many, so many toxins, so many foreign things in our, in our food and our water that all of that, our body doesn't know what to do with that. It right. gets very inflamed. That's why we have autoimmune issues on the rise. Chronic mm. pain is all caused by inflammation. Um, so inflammation is what I focus on. So if somebody would come to me, the first things we would, uh, first of all, the first evaluation is like 45 to 60 minutes. I hate these five minute appointments. Right. <laughs> what can you find out about a person in five minutes? And I agree. That's my biggest pet peeve about going to a regular <laughs> physician. Um, and I've worked in plastic surgery forever and, um, in my field. And then obviously with our, you know, with image and, and things like that, you have to spend time with people to get to the, the root of what yeah. is going on. And so for like, you know, plastics, you, you want to spend the time to see what they're, what they're looking to achieve. Mm-hmm. And I think that should be the same in your health. Absolutely. But unfortunately, uh, it's not, it's not the doctors, it's the system. It's the system. Right. The and they're on a time crunch and they're trying to make they're, numbers. They're being and... pushed, they're being pulled in a million directions. And unfortunately there's, you know, the system makes it impossible. Mm-hmm. I chose to not be part of the system in a way. I love it. <laughs> which takes away, and, you know, there's some negatives to it because we don't have insurances that cover most of our services, but that me- means that I could actually take the time. So sitting down and having that long consultation makes me uh, be able to dig deeper into what are the toxicities that could have been part of it? What are the deficiencies that could be part of it? What is the mindset? What is the emotional mm-hmm. um, things that could be supported? Um, and one thing that we do also a little differently is we bridge the science with the complementary medicine. So we Love do it. comprehensive um, bionutritional testing, biometric testing. That's much more comprehensive than some of the other testing that's offered in regular system. Right. So, for example, deficiencies, right? We mm-hmm. all, even people who think, I eat well. And I have a lot of people who come to me and say, I, I already eat well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we do full panels of micronutrients, so minerals, vitamins, antioxidants. And pretty much everybody is deficient in something. Oh, of, of course. course. Yeah, so... How can we have a structurally healthy body and immune system if it's like it doesn't have the building blocks to build the proper system? Yeah, and I think, too, unless you are farming your own (laughs) fruits and vegetables and taking care of your own animals, if you're eating animal protein, you really don't know Mm -hmm. what you're getting. And I know that's like on the rise and a lot of people are more um, awake to that type of thing but still even if it's organic how do you really know how much of it is you're really getting yeah. you know unfortunately you don't and unfortunately from researching and talking to people even uh, even the best quality organic foods are yes. mm-hmm. still have some toxins and pesticides and, and they're expensive of course. yeah so doing the testing to really see in your individualized body like what is actually happening and then working on that to decrease the toxins, to decrease the inflammation, to put more nutrients in. Those are the first few steps that I work with pretty much everybody. So speaking of nutrition, um, I actually listened to this guy speaking this morning about a lot of the different supplements that are on the um, that are popular, like D3, for instance. Um, he was saying if you don't have K2 with the D3, then it's actually not doing anything for you, et cetera. So that's just an example. Fish oil is like a big joke, I guess, and when it comes to your body because of the way that it, you know, it heats up inside of you, blah, blah, blah. So do you s- stick with certain things? Like how do you go into that whole aspect of it? Because I know there will be people that will say, oh, well, I take – and they take 15 different supplements that aren't even for them. Mm-hmm. You know, So how do you, how do you link nutrition with this aspect? Yeah, so there's a few aspects to it. First of all, yeah, there are some supplements that don't even get absorbed. They just go right. through you, and there's research to show that. So if you're just buying regular pharmacy supplement, um, beware. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, there are, there are you know, uh, extremes – You could be extreme to the point where you have to now research every single thing you Mm -hmm. take and drive yourself insane and say, this has to be taken with this. And like, 
you could go there and there are people who are already there but i usually start with people who don't even who are not there yet right so starting at least on some good quality supplementation and adding some good foods in and decreasing toxins a little bit, just, you know, baby steps, like we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Baby steps seem to work much better with people than just like, oh, right now you have to change your whole life. Right. Yeah, that's uh, too that's overwhelming. Right. And no I one's going to stick to that. No. It's the same when we talk about skincare. It's yes. we, our philosophy is very simple approach because a lot of our clients will either never, they've never touched anything other than a bar of soap, sometimes nothing. Um, or they do or too much. they do they 17 different <laughs> products and they, they don't want to do that. So it's, here's four products that you can get started with that are going to change your skin, make sure that it's protected, do all the things that you want it to do. And then when you're ready, you can add in. Or maybe you stick with the four forever, but it's, it's an approachable exactly. um, regimen instead of being very overwhelming. How do you feel about detoxing? I love it. (laughs) Just because we accumulate so much uh, within us throughout our life. Mm -hmm. Um, You'd be surprised because I do testing how much I see people don't even realize they have molds, especially in Florida. Mold is overwhelming. I bet. Uh, Heavy metals, pesticides, glyphosate, things like that just accumulate in our body and then mess with all the, you know, structures and systems. Um, so getting those things out, there's so many out there about detoxing. So also, like, you could get overwhelmed by just mm-hmm, trying course, to learn right. this. Once again, I start simple. Skin. Skin is the biggest organ of detoxification. So yes. let's open up your pores. Let's get you sweating. Let's get you into sauna. Let's get you exercising and moving. So, you know, simple things first. Right. And then also adding some herbs and you know, nutritional things to help your body keep detoxing. Oh, and good, because I love a sauna. Yeah. Well, I'm all in. I'm all into the sauna. I feel like the sauna is something that people either overdo can overdo as well. I, I, I would probably overdo the <laughs> yeah. sauna. If I had one too close, I would overdo the sauna. It's controversial as well, because I've heard, like, you should do 15 to 20 minutes. You should only do a few minutes. You should only do it, like, once a day. Sometimes people do it twice a day. Like there's so many different things when it comes. I think that's the problem with more the holistic approach and not a problem, but I think people are apprehensive because there's so much information and there's so many different, um, ways, opinions and ways. There's not enough research. And there's not enough research because or documented at least. Yeah. Um, research needs to be paid for by somebody. So when, when in the medicine, us doctors get taught, evidence-based medicine, evidence-based medicine. And then I always have a problem with that because evidence needs to be paid for by somebody. Mm-hmm. Yes. Who is going to pay for evidence to use sauna or to eat spinach or to, you know. Oh, right. Only spinach farmers and sauna makers. But yeah. Only the people who are so, going to make yeah, money off of it. But right. they're not so rich. <laughs> so they're not so rich. <laughs> so there's not enough evidence for things that are working. And yes, I'm all for evidence-based also. But I'm also for let's open up our mind to be a little more logical as well mm-hmm. and see maybe if something worked for thousands of years. Yes. Um, and there has been, they call it anecdotal studies or, or, you know, clinical studies of people who actually benefit from certain things. So let's not be extreme. Right. Let's start things with baby steps. Let's not go to sauna for three hours a right. day. <laughs> <laughs> but twice a week, I can yeah. do that. If, yeah, absolutely. If you have, you know, your cardiologist approval yeah. and... Everything is fine. Starting for a few minutes here and there, it's it's, it's good. Or, or in Florida, you go outside. And I know. In like, Florida, oh, you yeah. just sit on your patio. <laughs> you really don't need to. You don't need to sauna. So, Chloe, do you use essential oils? Like, what's your take on that? I love oils. <laughs> I figured you would say that. <laughs> <sighs> so, oils, essential oils, are also a different form of plant medicine. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and and talking about connecting to our roots. And I I remember these stories of like. Uh, growing up with a Latin American grandma and grandpa, and like if you had a belly ache, they'd make you peppermint tea. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Grandma, does this really work? But it would work, and you'd feel better. Oh yeah. And if you were under the weather, they'd make you chicken noodle soup, but like not the one from a can or right. you know from Whole Foods. They'd make it from scratch. And so essential oils is a way to create uh, connect to the land and connect to herbs and flowers and plants. But as anything, like supplements, you got to make sure you're getting the right quality essential oil because truly it's not a regulated industry, just like the vitamins. So it can say 100% 
pure essential oil and truly all the requirement is from the FDA is that it has 10% right. of that potency. Yeah, all about that. We know all about <laughs> that. Skincare as well. Of course, uh-huh. right? Be so you're in that careful. Yeah, in that industry. So essential oils, I use them as a mindfulness technique with my clients mm-hmm. because there's nothing like a smell that connects you to either the present moment of like just dropping yes. whatever you were thinking about and focusing or it connects you to a memory, mm-hmm. like yes. grandma's house, yes. or of that vacation. Or a cologne, like for past boyfriends. Yeah. Or that. <laughs> <laughs> I still, to this day, will smell certain things. I'm like, that's my first boyfriend. Yeah, from blah, blah, exactly. Blah. Yeah. You know? So it's tapping into your senses, like yes. opening up your senses as a way of healing as well. Because that's what gets us more mindful, more present. And just like you were mentioning, like the feel, the touch of your phone in your hand. Mm-hmm. Well, you can do the same thing with sound as you hear. And the same thing with smell. And so we know about lavender essential oil and how amazing it is for relaxing and sleep. But there are also other benefits beyond those couple that it's really good for skin irritations. Mm -hmm. So if you have a bug bite, you add a little pure essential lavender on your skin if you have no sensitivities because right. some people do have sensitivities. Yes, they do. So we have to be we have to be mindful of that. We can and th- test for that. We, we can, can test we for that. There you go. Right? So, Back to Anya. Yes. So it is a comprehensive system. It's not like, you know, bathe yourself in essential oils. Mm-hmm. Essential oils are very potent. Yes. And so we have to be careful in how we use them and, and the dosaging as well. Just like yeah. we need to be careful with the pills that we take from, you know, the doctors. So essential oils are incredible. They can be – they can help you um, – with productivity, mm-hmm. they yes. relax. Um, there's certain essential oils that help with ADD and yes. ADHD. So there's so many resources available to us when we connect back to the earth and the right. land. I love that. And that's a big reason why I share it. Like you, you walk into one of my sessions, ladies, yes. and it's like... <laughs> We know, like for those of you who have been there, like I'm just like, okay, everyone, we're going to begin with either a citrus aroma, a floral aroma, or a mint aroma, depending like if it's evening, morning. So it's a big part of Scent is huge. I make my children study with scent. So if they're studying for a test, I give them an essential. And then when the day they take that test, I give it back to them. Interesting. And so when they go back to school, they remember what they were studying. (sighs) Because they smell. Why didn't we have this when I was in school? I feel And I've done that to my kids forever. Really? I've never thought about that, but that makes total sense. And the same thing when I'm practicing for a presentation. If I think I'm going to be super nervous and I'm, like, going through my notes, I'll smell something. What are you smelling? I put it, what, vodka? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, because I know that one. (laughs) But I'll put it on my wrist before I go do that presentation. Like, if I think I'm going to be nervous. And then it brings me back to, oh, I remember what was happening just think you smell you remember that boyfriend you Mm -hmm. remember your grandmother cooking Mm -hmm. you remember your mom so it will take you back there memory yeah Yeah. that makes total sense i give it to my children when they study that's so smart i want to speak on that because the reason why it works it's it's not magic no (laughs) No. like it's not like all this like you know oh this mystical stuff the oils, the scent, works directly with the limbic part of your brain right. that accesses those memories. Mm-hmm. Wow. And smell is the strongest sense that you have. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we don't tap into that enough, right? Yeah. We don't. And so that's exactly why your kids, amazing. I think this all the time, like, geez, why didn't I have these I know. fools when I was in college? <laughs> I would have been straight A's. Under, yeah, right? But it's literally connecting that it's like a that key. It unlocks yeah. it. It just unlocks and wow. it taps them into That's everything so they were learning when they were studying. Yeah, it's really fascinating. So, can we talk just briefly about grounding? I know it's mm-hmm. a bigger topic than just brief, but um, that's something that I think is amazing. And it's not just in like yoga, etc., or somebody that might be a little bit more on the hippie side. Or it's actually in um, you know a lot of religion also does this, um, and I think it's good for every human to get one with nature. But can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Well, we are constantly stimulated and there's so much technology at our fingertips. And just think about like when you're scrolling through a feed, it's like you're engaging with something that's really fun and happy. And then you're like, oh, and the next thing is really sad. And so like we're going through all this range of emotion. Right. And we're perpetually in our mind, which I've said before. And so this experience and practice Mm -hmm. of getting outdoors and Maybe if you feel comfortable taking your shoes off. I was going to say, take off your shoes. Well, yeah, that's the whole thing, right? Yeah. Get your feet into the earth. Like, 
grounding in the elements. I work a lot with the different elements, the element of fire, the element of air, earth, and water, and how they support us in a very shamanic way. But the element of earth is just like, this is the essence of who we are. Mm-hmm. We're so disconnected. And truly all you, I mean, think about when you go to the beach, you guys, and like you finally put all your stuff down and you created the ambiance you wanted and then you just lay on the sand and that feeling, you're like, oh my gosh, there's like no feeling like this. Like, Ashley knows I have a million beach posts. My favorite place. <laughs> She's literally every day. She's every like, morning I'm there yeah, with which, my feet oh, in the sand but and waves so on my toes. Like yeah. I can't, I, I can't focus yeah. without it. Like I'm drawn to it. And so that's what it, that's truly what grounding is: is this experience of getting out of your mind, out of technology, out into nature, however you choose to. Ideally, barefoot to just absorb some of those frequencies from the earth and that allows you to drop out of your mind and into your heart and into your body so scientifically though is this because of you know the uh, vibrational you know we're vibrations as well we're all energy etc is that what what's happening here or what's the scientific side of doing grounding truly like there is the scientific evidence as well of the experience of absorbing Mm -hmm. these also the negative ions from being Mm -hmm. out on the beach like these salt rooms that we have now you want to go grounding you can go into a salt spa they have like grounding mats yeah right grounding mats crystals crystals is another way to ground and i see you with all your gems (laughs) you know that's just connecting and we're we're absorbing the frequency that allows us to reduce anxiety and stress on a daily basis i love that Mm -hmm. i love that and do you uh dr anya do any grounding or any I know you you do some obviously meditation etc but what do you do the grounding type yeah. of thing with your clients or is it a specific type of clients or who would benefit from doing that besides I think everyone everybody <laughs> everybody just because as as you just mentioned in our society we're so in our head all the time and because I work with health uh, in order for us to really tell the difference, whether something is good for us or something is causing us symptoms, if we're working through nutrition or figuring out if certain foods, um, you know, or give us a sensitivity, yes, there's tests for that. But also I want the person to be aware of their body. Like, mm-hmm. yes. when does the pain come? What is causing it? What is triggering it? Um, and when people become more aware, when we put our attention under our neck, like to, <laughs> to our feet, that area, we start being a little more aware of what is actually causing uh, our, our symptoms. So I give exercise to pretty much all my clients. It's called climbing back into your body. I love that. Um, and I love using technology in a way that works for us. I love to ha- tell them, set a reminder to go off like you could start every two hours and then maybe if you're ambitious like every hour every half an hour and then a reminder should say pay attention to your body and you literally for one minute just scan from your feet up to your head just scan your body put your attention back into your body anything hurting anything itching am i hungry am i tired am i thirsty because sometimes we go 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 we forget Mm -hmm. to even check with ourselves And then people start, you know, after a few months of that, realizing and noticing, oh, I haven't been drinking enough water. I haven't been breathing deep enough. I have been running too too much. My shoes have been too uncomfortable and my (laughs) posture is wrong because of that. Or maybe I get headaches at this certain time. Exactly. That's interesting. I love that you use the technology because my phone tells me every, it tells me. I have all these habit apps Mm -hmm. that I hate water. So my phone tells me to drink water my watch tells me which to is breathe. interesting because you love tea yeah i love water with stuff in it yeah fun, fun like water tea. yeah i like i like tea fun can be water. dehydrating yes right. tea can be very it, dehydrating totally. especially so like I, green so tea i have to remind myself exactly. like if i drink a cup of tea i need to drink two cups of water like mm-hmm. yeah so. using technology to our benefit it's the same thing as using modern medicine advances Absolutely. for our benefit why not we have them might as well use them but Absolutely. combine yeah. them with things that are Good for us. Make it positive. Instead of negative. You've got to do something with that <laughs> yeah. phone. Right. It's like that Apple Watch, too, nowadays. It, tell, like, it tells yeah. me to breathe. breathe. Every, every, and it tells me to stand up every hour. Ah, interesting. I actually just got the Whoop. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this? Oh, awesome. I am obsessed and realize that like I'm I'm sleeping, but like it tells you everything. Like what recovery? Like my recovery went up yesterday, but it went down today, and I'm like, why? And I don't know yet, but I'm it's learning my body, etc. And I'd love to see you in your office. Maybe there's some links to that or whatever. But I um 
I think it's really interesting. There's so much technology that could be used for yeah. mindfulness. Watch, watching your sleep is very interesting. I'm a I'm a bad sleeper. You should. The whoop I, is amazing. It tells you. Like, it tells you every disturbance. You're up. Yes. It tells you if you're so you know. There's different levels. So deep, REM, light, and then awake. Yeah. Or whatever it may be, and it tells you exactly how much time you were in each. And it's smart. Like, if I'm just sitting on my sofa, it doesn't count that as sleep, even if no. you're chilling. No, Like, you have to actually go to sleep. I'm like, how do you know? So, <laughs> it, How did you know I went to sleep? For this one, you you can start the activity, which is yeah. what I've been doing, just so that I know specifically. But after a while, it learns your body and knows when you're actually sleeping or when you're taking a nap. I took a nap over the weekend and it actually picked it up. I didn't yeah. think it would. I thought that was really interesting. Awesome. All right. Well... I loved this topic. I would love to know from each of you what you would like the listeners to know about uh, your your business. Anything you'd like them to know that maybe might be something that people are confused on or what would you like to leave the listeners with, I guess is yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> Let me use my words. <laughs> well, I'd like to say that um, we truly have more control, well, not control, or more say in our health and well-being than we're led to believe. Amen. This, this is very much an empowerment journey. Oh. Not something that you're going to be, like, stressed about. Right. I would like, to change the mindset of, like, oh, like, my health is in my hands, not specifically to the doctor. And I think this is what we learned through quarantine and the pandemic. It's like, okay, how can I boost my immune system naturally? Mm-hmm. What kinds of foods can I eat to support my health? What kind of meditation practices can I use? So I really like to focus on that and always emphasize that and leave you all with that little, you know, insight that truly it's it's in your hands and that can feel really empowering and maybe sometimes a little scary scary overwhelming right but there are so many people out there including myself that are here and willing to support here and willing to hold your hand along the process because it's very much your journey and what feels right for you but we're here just as the doc over here has so much insight and i've learned so much from you today thank you so much (laughs) Uh, but there are people there to support you so hire a mentor Hire a meditation teacher, go see that holistic doctor, that integrative approach, and and expand your mind to the possibilities. Because just like the universe, we're always expanding. We're always growing. Mm -hmm. And that's what the universe does. Again, it's not like any woo-woo thing. That's what the universe does. I love that. It's always growing. That sounds like my mom. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I get that a lot. You know, it's like, it's not the woo-woo. It's the science. Yeah. Evidence-based. So, and I feel like we have a little part of our the universe within. Mm-hmm. And we have the potential to always be expanding to new opportunities and, and growth and health and well-being. So, When they yeah. say mind over matter? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So how can our listeners find you? Oh, wonderful. I am quite active on social media, on Instagram. My brand is the Gemini Rising. It was inspired um, after my astrological rising sign, which is all about bringing people together. Love it. And the first time I got my needle chart read, the woman said to me, she's like, you're meant to just be in groups and create community. I'm like, oh my God, yes. (laughs) And that was the moment where I was looking for purpose and intention. And so my journey is through the Gemini Rising on Instagram. You can follow me there. My website is chloeravel.com, and that's where you can find out about my group coaching classes that are coming up this fall. I have a breath coaching workshop in September, um, a women's coaching group in October. Awesome. And then in the spring next year, we're doing another international retreat that will be all things wellness and yoga. We just got back from the Dominican Republic. It was a beautiful, beautiful experience. And just to take us out of our element and back into nature, that's what it's all about. I love it. I love it. I love it. Dr. Anya, what's something you'd like to leave the listeners with and how can they reach you? Yeah, so this is beautiful. And I'd like to just add to that a little bit is that we can have hope. I want to give people hope when they're in pain, Mm. when they're suffering for so long, when they've been struggling with all these chronic issues and illnesses, that there's still other options out there. Um, don't give up. Just keep searching. Keep looking for the right providers and practitioners and coaches and seek people who are open-minded enough to see you as an equal partner. Absolutely. That yes. it's not, I'm an authority figure and I mm-hmm. know yes. everything and you're nobody. Right. I, I don't like looking at it that way. We're equal partners. I'm still learning. I'm an imperfect, perfectly imperfect human being. <laughs> yes. I love so that. Are you. <laughs> 
So let's grow together, let's learn together, and also uh, let's dig deeper into your individualized body and everything that everyone is saying that's right for them might be right for them, but what's right for you, we don't know until we really look deeper inside your own body. Um, and if your next question is how to find us, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. is um, Total Holistic Center. That's the name of our clinic. So totalholisticcenter.com. Um, you could call us with for a 15-minute free consultation to answer any questions, uh, 561-323-4994. Uh, we do uh, regenerative medicine uh, injections. We do nutritional consultation reduce inflammation, detoxes, um, plant medicine. Um, so please reach out with any questions. And they are both here in South Florida, but do you do virtual or Zoom type of um, appointments? Yeah. Perfect. Absolutely. They both do. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. and, and even with the testing, awesome. we, we could ship the kits pretty much anywhere. Oh, so. great news. That's good I want to, to know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jacqueline and I want to make appointments with both of you. Absolutely. So. Well, I just want to thank the guests for kicking off Wellness Month with us. I learned a ton, and there's so much more to learn. To continue your wellness journey with us this month, check out imageskincare.com to sign up for our free two-day Wellness Awaits Summit. It's August 23rd and 24th. Make sure you follow us on social media at Image Skincare. And to end, we are going yes, to have a I'm very so special gift. Part. <laughs> so Chloe is going to lead us in some mindfulness, some meditation to get our intention for the day and really grow us. Yay. Yes, I'm ready for this. This is going to help us to yes. finish out the rest of our day. Yes. I'm so excited to see you guys again August 23rd and 24th for this amazing summit. Well, I, I will be sharing more meditation and yoga. So beginning here, I'm going to invite everybody to find a comfort, comfortable seat wherever you're at. So if you're sitting at your desk and you're inspired to just take a pause here this is a perfect moment so if your legs are crossed go ahead and just mindfully uncross them and ground your feet to the earth to the floor and gently rest your hands on your lap and allow your palms to face up if you can and this is just signifying this hand yoga pose here this mudra your openness to receiving the benefits here of this moment of mindfulness and connection. So here we are in our openness to receive. The eyes are closed if you feel safe and comfortable to do so, if you're in a space to do this. And I invite you to start to draw your attention towards your surroundings. So we begin outside, outside of ourselves, just noticing what's around, noticing any sounds in the room, noticing the sound of my voice, noticing any aromas in the air that you can smell. Just be present for that. And we are in the practice of observing. So there's no judgment or analyzing that needs to happen. Just fully aware. And bringing your awareness and your focus in a little closer to your body now so noticing the temperature of your skin and just noticing the weight of your hands on your thighs starting to become aware of your shoulders Seeing if you can relax them just a little more. We could all benefit from softening our shoulders, drawing them away from the ears, releasing that tension. And then we're going to bring our 
awareness even deeper, you guys. So bring your awareness now to your breathing. And try not to change your breath right at the beginning. Just notice the way you're breathing naturally. This is a good exercise in our self-awareness and our breath awareness. So a lot of us will find ourselves breathing really rapidly sometimes or shallow. Notice where you feel the breath in the body. If you feel the breath in your lower belly or perhaps in your chest. And now as a practice, we're gonna work on just lengthening that inhale. So wherever you're at, see if you can breathe in a little deeper through your nose, inhale and exhale through your nose. Inhale through your nose, and exhale through the nose. And continue here with a pace that works for you. Remember, we're aiming for a longer breath in, filling your belly, filling your lungs, Beautiful. And a longer exhale. That's the release. That's the letting go of the things that you cannot control. The exhale also representing the present moment of here and now. Embracing what is. And also embracing everything that we have to be grateful for. So I'm just going to pause from speaking just for about a minute. Okay, we can do this for 60 seconds, just breathing in and out. Your focus entirely on your breath. Inhale, exhale. Noticing just that shift in your energy and your sense of being. And as you feel so much more at peace and so much more aligned and grounded, I invite you all to set an intention for this month of wellness, for this chapter in your life wherever you find yourself and you can even simplify it as just an intention for your day whatever resonates with you and I invite you to set this intention in the present tense rather than I'm going to I am declaring this intention as true as if it's already happened And once that intention is so clear for you, gently blink your eyes open and return. <laughs> Take a moment to smile and just feel grateful for this beautiful opportunity and this gift you have given yourself. And I am truly, truly looking forward to connecting with you guys some more at our Wellness Await Summit, August 23rd and 24th. We will be sharing more about meditation and mindfulness and yoga. So thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening to Skin Fluenced. If you are skincare obsessed just like us, don't forget to subscribe and rate this podcast. We also love hearing from our skincare fans, so send us your questions and comments to skinfluenced at imageskincare.com.